This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Jackie O and you're listening to Militantly Mixed. Yo, this is Rashani from the Single Simulcast. And when I'm not making you laugh or making up parody songs, I'm kicking back. Listening to Militantly Mixed. Hey y'all, welcome to Militantly Mixed, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I am your host, Charmaine, aka Mixed Girl Maine. And I want to give you a little bit of an update of what's going on with the computer situation and the schedule going forward. Uh, but then I do just want to talk about a topic that has been on my mind a little bit and something that I hope can we can discuss on the show. So catch up. What's going on? Uh, I did damage the computer a couple weeks ago, as you know. I got it looked at. Unfortunately, the verdict is it is damage damage. It'll cost a little over $1,000 to repair it. And since it was about twelve dollars or $1,300 when I bought it, it doesn't make sense to put $1,000 into repairing it. Um, and that's just the initial quote. That's before it got sent out to the actual technician. So who knows how much it would have cost. So I am turning my efforts towards re- replacing my system. And so far on PayPal, I have received about $600 in donations towards repairing or replacing my system. Um, I am going to store that in savings and continue to save until I can uh, replace my laptop. In the meantime, what I am using, what you're hearing me on now, is my 2010 iMac. Uh, this was my used to be my work computer at a company I used to work for uh, that went out of business, and my severance package was I got to keep my brand new computer. Um, so uh, it's old as hell. It's slow. It's a little bit noisy, so I think I'm looking at the the waveforms right now, and it looks like there is picking up a lot of noise. So my quality might be a little bit different for a period of time why I'm using the system, but it's still doable and workable. It's just a little bit slower than what I'm used to working on, so it does take longer to finish an episode. But I'm res- I've cleaned it up. I've gotten it a little bit faster. I'm trying to add all my old softwares to it so that I can keep editing the show at the level that... I'm used to and you're used to. Um, but it'll take me a few months. It'll definitely take me a few months to be able to uh, save the funds myself because right now I make less than I actually owe and my husband's unemployed. So that's the situation. Um, and until such time as I either am able to secure this temp job full-time or find a replacement full-time position, that's the that's the deal. I'll continue to try to raise money for it. But in the meantime, it's all going to stay in savings until I can replace my system. So for now, 2010 iMac is how we're doing the show. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it just is what it is. It is unfortunate, but it is the state of things. And what I don't want to do is put the show on an indefinite hiatus and just like not engage until I can get it fixed. That's that'll ruin my mental health. I need this show for my baseline mental health at this point. It's it's my medicine. So this is what we're going to do. It does mean that because of the extra time it takes to finish an episode and I do produce three shows a week, I'm actually going to go to an alternating schedule between Militantly Mixed and Blurred Comics so that every other week I'm only producing two shows a week instead of three. It's not a huge cut down in time, but it is a start for me given that I'm currently working full-time 
Monday through Friday, part-time at a comic book store, uh, about four days a week, either in the store or at home, working from home. And then I also do the podcasting and I'm working on my own projects towards building up Main Hustle Media. So I'm working seven days a week. I have very little time to even decompress. I'm, uh, it's just the state of things. So I need to cut somewhere and um, I can't cut anywhere that I earn money at right now because like I said, I don't make enough. And uh, so that's where I'm going to have to cut just for now. I'll do an alternating schedule every other week for Militantly Mixed and Blurred Comics. You will, if you listen to both shows, Blurred Comics will have back-to-back episodes from last week and this week, but that's because it's part of one long recording. Uh, we talked about two different things, so I just split it in half, and I'm sharing those as a part one and part two. Last week, we talked about The Watchmen with uh, special guest Stephanie from Mocha Minutes podcast, and this week we are talking about The Good Place, and that is part two of the conversation we had. So those will go back to back. And then next week, you'll get a regular episode of Militantly Mixed and the following week, a regular episode of Blurred Comics. And we'll just go on that schedule for a period of time until such time that things uh, calm down, regulate, I get my new system, whatever. Something's got to give somewhere to be able to make this continue to work for a period of time. I will do my best to try to release best ofs on those interim weeks if I can. I usually like to re-record an intro for them because, you know, they're outdated at that point. But if I can't make that work, then I might just use social media as the way to encourage an episode to listen to from the past. Revisit old Play Cousins or uh, introduce older episodes to new people who listen to the show. That's kind of the goal if I do do that. And it helps support and bring awareness to some of the people I've had on the show that are doing things out there for mixedness. Excuse me, I had to take a little cough break there because I heard my voice start to go weird. Okay, so that's the plan going forward for a period of time. You know me, I will always tell you what is happening, probably tell you too many details, just so you know that I'm committed to Militantly Mixed, I'm committed to Blurred Comics, I'm committed to Black Radical Queer, I'm committed to By Furious also, but I had to cut By Furious for a period of time as well, um, just because it was it was too hard to maintain the level of research that is needed to put on that show every week. So that show probably won't come back until I'm able to do this podcasting thing full time. I do hope I can bring it back in the summer, but I just don't think I reasonably can at this time. Uh, Militantly Mixed can't go anywhere. I need it to survive. (laughs) I love this show so much. I need it to survive. And Blurred Comics can't go anywhere either because it's that's my day-to-day geek life. I need I need to be able to talk and do geeky things with my, my Blurry Fins. So those two shows I can't sacrifice, but what I can do is alternate them so that I can live the full picture of what I enjoy doing here with Main Hustle Media Podcasting, but also still survive. I, I just, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm making mistakes because I'm not firing at my normal performance level because I'm, I'm way overworked right now, way overworked. So that's the state of things. And going forward, I will continue to communicate and let you know what's happening. Because of messages I've been receiving over the last couple of weeks, um, some of them were very nicely admonishing me for not being able to accept help well, and to tell me to ask for help. I'm listening It is hard. I was raised in a culture where asking for help is failure and I deal with a lot of self-worth, a lack of self-worth of in terms of getting help. I don't feel worthy of help and 
I don't think that I'm ever doing anything important enough. And so I really struggle with that. And sometimes I swat away help because I feel like it is my responsibility not to ask for help. I'm working on it. I have been working on it for a while. I will keep working on it. It's really hard to fight 40 years of programming um, just because the world has shifted. <laughs> so I'm working on it, working on it, working on it. If you have reached out to me and offered help and I've been sort of dismissive of it, it's not a negative dismissal. I don't mean to be negative about it. I just have been just programmed not to ask for help or not to receive help. And so it is my knee-jerk reaction. I'm, I'm trying to be better at it. So for those of you who have offered help either financially, I have finally started to talk about and post the PayPal link for that purpose, uh, paypal.me slash militantlymix. That's where you can go to drop in your donations if you do want to support the show or support me replacing my system. As of right now, we've raised about $600 towards replacing my system, which is amazing. I'm so appreciative of it and also simultaneously so ashamed that I've had to request that even though I'm being told that it's okay <laughs> but I really really appreciate it uh, the system that I need to replace it with is about uh, it depends on the bells and whistles but somewhere between $1,400 and $1,900 so that's the goal that I'm, I'm trying to hit um, either in my personal savings of it or in donations uh, and we have hit $600, which is overwhelming, and I'm just so appreciative of it. Uh, if I sell my pins or my t-shirts and things like that, all that money will go towards replacing the system. So in my heart of hearts, I would prefer that you bought something so that you have something that you can walk around with and then use that money towards my system. But I do know that some people just want to donate, and I understand and appreciate that. I just struggle with receiving. So if you do just want to donate, you can go to paypal.me slash militantlymixed and uh, donate that way. All that money is basically sitting in savings until I can afford to replace my system. Okay, I said that. I got it out. And to the people who have sent me really encouraging messages, reminding me that it's not weakness to ask for help. Um, you know who you are on Instagram and on Skype. I appreciate you too. And uh, I've gotten other messages too, but there were two in particular that were really like in the sweetest way possible admonished me for not being able to take help and to tell me that I'm worthy. And I appreciate those two people a great deal. Um, okay, so that's that. Uh, also on Patreon, we have received uh, a couple extra donate uh, sponsors on Patreon, which is great. We got up to $318 a month uh, for my $500 a month goal. In the last couple of weeks, we lost about 15 or $20, um, but other people have come in to fill in those gaps. So uh, for those of you who have tried to even, I know some of you are like me and you're just like, that's not an even number. I don't like it. So I'm going to donate extra to hit it to 325 or to 320. Uh, yes, when you did that, it happened. And then we lost some sponsors. So it went back down. So it's not you. It's not the system. It's fine. It's okay. But I do appreciate those um, <laughs> those messages that I got about, hey, I thought I got you to whatever, because <laughs> that's very sweet. Uh, I really, I can't tell you how much I love my listeners, because y'all, first of all, you're hilarious. When you send me messages, um, they're great, and or really thoughtful and heartfelt messages as well. Um, a lot of you make me laugh because you're just, your, intent, your intentions when you send me the messages are, are meant to be funny. And I just like, I just love you. I love all of you guys. So thank you so much for the support that um, I've been receiving through the show. 
it means a lot. And sometimes I'm just really an awkward and uncomfortable person when it comes to receiving uh, help, support, praise, all those things make me uncomfortable, but I'm working on it, working on it. Um, if you do want to sponsor the show at Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash militantly mixed and sponsor the show that way as low as a dollar to as high as anything you wish. And there are rewards levels depending on where you're at. I do still have some t-shirts to get out to folks, but I need y'all to let me know what sizes. You should have gotten emails from me already, but um, they're kind of buried probably at this point. So I'm going to try to get those emails back out to you so I can get you your t-shirts. Um, once you hit the three-month mark, you get your t-shirt uh, if you're at the higher level donation. So all that stuff, paypal.me slash mixed and patreon.com slash mixed are the two ways that you can sponsor the show. If you want to get swag, though which is another way of sponsoring the show, but you get something for it. You can go to the Etsy store by type, just typing in etsy.com and then in their search, look for Militantly Mixed. That's where we have the enamel pins, the mini buttons, and the um, stickers, the three-inch vinyl stickers. And then, of course, teespring.com. You can go to the Militantly Mixed store there, and that's where you get your T-shirts and your totes and your mugs and all that kind of stuff as well. So those are all the ways that you can send money either buy something sponsor or donate all those ways and all of those are listed in the show notes every week so um that you can look for them there separate from that what i love the most even though i do need to make money on doing the show <laughs> but what i love the most is when you engage i get a lot more engagement i think on instagram than any other platform especially right now a lot of new people have started to follow the page i hope they're also listening to the episodes i i, I can't quite gauge that the, the traffic on Instagram doesn't match the traffic in downloads, so I'm not quite sure. But I that's how I also end up getting a lot of my guests for the show as well. And I have a lot of conversations through Instagram DMs. So Instagram right now is the biggest engagement I think that I get on a regular basis. Um, and that is just at Militantly Mixed. Twitter, I have a lot of follows, but not a lot of crossover listeners. They just follow the page, uh, the Twitter. So um, I don't understand that. So I'm not sure how to engage Twitter better. I'm not strong in my tweet skills. So uh, if you do follow on Twitter, uh, we do. I post the, the episode links and things like that. You can retweet and share to expand the show. But that is also at Militantly Mixed. The Facebook group, though, we have two pages. We have the main Facebook page, and then we have the Facebook private group. And that's the group where we can get into discussions and share, you know, the the things about mixedness that really mean a lot to us and, and um, that we don't necessarily want the prying eyes of other people who are our Facebook friends knowing that we're going through. I have seen a lot more engagement lately. Um, there's a couple of y'all that have either engaged on that page and now are going to be a future guest or you were a recent guest and now you're engaging on the page. That is my dream come true. It is what I wanted since I started the page. And thankfully with Jonathan uh, moderating it right now, that helps engage and have more topical things. So uh, engaging on that page is easy. You just go to facebook.com slash groups slash militantly mixed podcast. You'll answer one question to be accepted into the group. And then you can introduce yourself and start engaging that way. Um, we post a lot of articles or, you know, questions, prompts from the shows, things like that. I also have recently started, I just started it a couple weeks ago. I wanted to do it weekly. And then this, because of the computer stuff, it's been kind of tough, but I'll get it back up there. A shout out thread. So you shout out what kind of stuff you're doing. Um, if you have a business, if you're writing content, if you're 
got a YouTube channel or something like that. I want your mixed voice to be heard and seen from the people who also hear and see this show. Um, so make sure you go to that shout out page and shout yourself out and let us know what you're up to so that we can support you. There are a few people that are going to be promoting coming up soon that are doing things in mixedness that I want to share and that I want y'all to check out. But as of right now, the one in particular that I can share with you, and I posted about it the other day, is a former guest, Rebecca Vega Romero. She was on the Ethnic Chameleon episode of Militantly Mixed. She is an actress in New York, and she has recently written a film about dating while mixed. And so she's currently raising funds on Seed and Spark to shoot their film. They've got, it's casted, they've got the director, it's written. Um, They just need the funds to be able to actually film and produce the movie. So uh, I put a link to that in the Facebook group, the Facebook page, the Instagram. I believe I shared it on Twitter, but if not, I will. I'm also going to put a link in the show notes today so that you can check that out as well and support a fellow militantly mixed play cousin in making something so specific to our experience, dating while mixed. Hey, hey, this is Rebecca Vega Romero. You might remember me from episode number 27, Ethnic Chameleon. I call myself that because I look like every race because my family comes from every place. I'm making a film about dating while mixed. It's gonna be called The Question and we are fundraising now on Seed and Spark. Seed and Spark is a platform that raises money for independent films and tries to lift up diverse voices like ours. We are looking to raise 10K to get this film from pre-pro into production, into film festivals. And we would love your help. If you can find us on the platform, the link will be in the show notes. Please follow us. It makes a big difference on that platform. And if you feel moved, please contribute. After all, we all know dating isn't easy, but dating while mixed is absurd. Um, I hope to bring her back onto the show so she can talk about the film and encourage you all to check her out as well. So go to the show notes after you listen to this and click the link so that you can check out the video about the movie and support her that way. Um, But yes, if you got something else like that going on that you're doing for Mixedness and you want it spotlighted on Militantly Mixed or in our social media, please send me a message and we will get that done. Uh, You can go to Charmaine at MilitantlyMixed.com. That's S as in Sam, H-A-R, M as in Mary, A and as in Nancy, E at MilitantlyMixed.com to send me an email. And of course, the DMs are open on Twitter, Instagram at MilitantlyMixed. Or you can try to hit me through the messenger on Militantly Mixed uh, page on Facebook as well. Okay, I think that's all the things. That is the fundraising, that is the sponsorship, that is the showcasing stuff, all stuff that I want to talk about um, a lot going forward, showcasing other mixed race people doing stuff. Okay, now for a topic. Since I, I have lost some recordings, unfortunately, I'm going to reach back out to those people whose recordings I lost so that I can share them on future episodes. And I have booked some in-person coming up here in LA, so I will be able to start sending out real episodes going forward. Um, but I don't want to leave you high and dry. And there is a topic that is kind of on my mind lately that I wanted to share with y'all. Um, I have shared it in the Facebook group, 
but I'm going to do it here because I, I want to see what we are doing as a collective, a mixed race collective, to kind of express our mixedness radically, or in my case, militantly. So you may notice a theme in Main Hustle Media podcast. There is militantly mixed, of course, that you're listening to. Uh, I also produce and edit Black Radical Queer, which is hosted by my friend Javia Nicole. And she has radical in her title. I have militant in my title. Basically, our definitions of these two words are very similar. It's about service to your community. Militancy, racial militancy, has a bum rap because the people who told the story were not us. Uh, the, the white, male, heterosexual, rich, mainstream painted racial militancy in the 60s and 70s as a negative without showcasing what was actually happening. With the Black Panthers, it was originally a, a community service organization that was feeding children before they went to school, providing backpacks and school supplies, self-defense classes for women, patrolling the neighborhood to keep people safe. It only became violent once r racist white people started coming into the neighborhoods to police the community. I want to say, I don't want to say community watchers, but community protectors, like community builders. And that's when things started to turn. And so the idea of militancy became negative. I personally view militancy as a positive because I view that as the way it was originally defined, service to my community. As militantly mixed, I am servicing the mixed race community through my show, showcasing our stories from our own perspectives, from our own mouths, or as Javia says on Black Radical Queer, our stories on our own terms. When other people tell our stories, they tell it wrong. When we tell our stories, we get to the heart of what our experience is. That is why I do Militantly Mixed, and that is why I want to shift a lot of my day-to-day -day life from just living and working to survive to living and working towards my community, which is why Militantly Mixed, Black Radical Queer, Blurred Comics even, and Five Furious are so important to me because those are aspects of my life that need representation and need people's voices heard from their own mouths. That's why this theme exists within my shows, because that's how I live my life. That's what's important to me. I want to do that with you all too. I want you to be sharing what you're working on. I want to showcase what you're doing because more of us need to see our types of faces, our racially ambiguous faces doing things out in the world. So if you are out there, if you've got a YouTube channel, an Instagram page, uh, a blog, if you producing video content of some kind and you want to talk about it and share it, this is a place to come and do it. If you're focusing on mixedness and you're servicing your community through your own voice, that's what I want you. I, that's what I want here. That's what I want you to talk about if you come on the show. And so there's many ways to to do that. There is the Facebook shout out and the Facebook private link. I have a shout out thread where you can shout out what you're doing and then hopefully people can follow you there. Um, you can reach out to me directly and I can showcase it on the show. Have you either come on the show or do an ad or something like that. If you post something on Instagram, holler at me and say, hey, could you regram this? And I will showcase it on there. If I see it, I do it. If I don't see it, though, you know, because I'm not able to be on Instagram a lot, uh, you can send me a message and, and I will regram it, too, because um, I want to support our people doing things for us. Um, as you've seen on previous episodes, 
I've showcased people that are doing things. Natalie Evans from Some Kind of Brown has her own mixed race podcast. She's been on my show. I've been on her show several times. We share each other's stuff all the time. Um, I absolutely adore her and I want her voice to be loud and booming in this community. Um, let's see, John Corbin and his rap music. He investigates his mixedness through his rap music. Uh, Alison Hart, she wrote Mostly White, a novel about four generations of mixed race women that are black, white, and Native American. And what those generational experiences and generational trauma existed, that's radical for our people. Well, of course, Rebecca, which we just talked about, is doing a, a movie about dating while mixed. Uh, Milton Washington, he he's a photographer and a writer. He's writing a book about his experience growing up black and Korean in Korea. And um, he's also a photographer. He does a lot of Afrofuturism and um, laces his mixed race identity inside his work as there as well. I also think that's very radical. And James Roberts, Special Olympian, biracial. He is out there showcasing his work in either building um, meal plans or nutrition plans or exercise plans for amputee athletes. Um, so many people on this show are doing things in their day-to-day -day lives where their mixed race identity is also a part of the work that they're doing. It shows us in all walks of life, living our life as mixed race people. And because of the way our world is, existing is radical sometimes. So the reason why this is on my mind is because a couple of days ago, I saw this article and I, I don't know why it touched me so much, but it really showed me that there's no end to where you can insert radical existence into a day-to-day -day activity, operation, what have you. So I saw this article, it was a HuffPost article in HuffPost personal section. It's called, How This Farmer Uses Produce to Connect to a Family. Uh, the woman that is showcased, her name is Leslie Weiser. She's the founder of Radical Family Farms, and she created that to explore her own biracial identity. She is of Chinese and German-Polish heritage. So she was really into farming when she was younger, but being that she was a child of immigrants, they wanted her to have a more traditional career path. And that is something that happens with a lot of immigrant families, especially here in America, I'm sure it's in other places as well. But if people leave their country to come to a new country with a dream that they'll improve the lives of their children, they tend to keep the old country half in and half out of the, the child's upbringing. So some of us don't have access to language or culture. Uh, sometimes our families don't want to talk about what it was like for them back home. And so we become these kind of orphans of our culture because of it. Um, my relationship with my own Japanese grandmother, she was always confused why I cared so much about Japan. She's like, I left Japan. I'm American now. Why do you care? You're not Japanese. Because she's from a culture where they think nationally and not ethnically or culturally. I wanted and craved information about my Japanese heritage because I grew up in a place where I didn't feel like I fit. So I wanted to know where else I could fit. And that's why I would ask those questions. So I think this article touched me because of that. Uh, you know, she started her life interested in this farming thing, but had to and felt obligated to kind of switch into a more traditional career because of all the sacrifices that her parents did to come here and, and exist. And she gets back to it, though, about 20 years later. And she starts her farm with the intent of sort of investigating her culture through food and food growing. So she grows a lot of Chinese and German vegetables 
and things that kind of feel her grounded in her culture on, on sort of like an earth earth way. Um, so she grows a lot of Asian vegetables and, and German vegetables. And, and this is her way of kind of connecting herself to her family's past. You know, she had, she grew up with her German Polish grandparents. She's visited Taiwan and China throughout her life. So she's touched both cultures, but didn't necessarily get to figure out how to mold it together into one until she started farming. And so I won't go too far into the article. You can check the show notes. I'll put a link to it. Or if you're in the Facebook group, you will have seen it already. But this article sat with me for a few days and really kind of rolled around in my head about what ways in which we are radically inserting our mixedness into our existence. Um, either for personal reasons or for spreading it out so the world sees us exist. And I think that's why it touched me so much because, you know, I did it through podcasting. I went to film school and I have a degree in film and digital media. I have a business degree in entertainment. So my goal in terms of radically expressing my existence is through media. That's why I podcast. That's why I used to make short films. Um, I will eventually get back into probably web content or video content in some way, shape or form once I have a studio space, because that is the way I like to express myself. Leslie here in this article is doing it through farming. And as I've mentioned the other people earlier, Allison, James, John, Rebecca, Natalie, Milton, and all of the other people that I've had on this show, these are all people who have found a way to express their mixedness in the world through some form of creating. And I absolutely love that. And I want to see so much more of that. I'm greedy for it. I want to see people with our racially ambiguous faces and bodies doing work out in the world um, so that I can support it. So if you are doing something, please go to the Facebook group and shout it out. Send me an email and shout it out. Have me shout it out. At, hit me up in the DMs on Twitter and Instagram. Whatever it takes. Share what you're doing so that I can help share and amplify it in the world as well. And come on the show and share your experience. Again, Charmaine at MilitantlyMixed.com. S is in Sam. H-A-R. M is in Mary. A. N is in Nancy. E at MilitantlyMixed.com. Twitter, Instagram, at MilitantlyMixed. Facebook, you either go to the group page, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Militantly Mixed podcast, or you can just follow the main Militantly Mixed page, which is just facebook.com slash Militantly Mixed. Those are all the platforms that I'm on so far. Of course, there's the stores if you want to purchase goods, but that's not really engagement in terms of me knowing what you're doing <laughs> in the world and things like that. But let me know what you're doing so I can showcase you or your products or your services out in the world. Yeah, it's important to me. I want to share it as best as possible. And I think that's I think that's it. It's just it was on my mind. I wanted to share it. I will be back next week, hopefully in time with a, an actual interview because I do have a couple next weekend that I'll be doing and um yeah, thank you all for bearing with me during this awkward hitch and hiccup in Militantly Mixed Production, but we will get there and we will sustain until we can thrive. And don't forget, while you're out there in the world, 
to be your mixed ass selves, whatever that means for you. All right, y'all. Peace. Militantly Mix is a main hustle media podcast produced and hosted by me, Charmaine Fury. Music is by David Bogan, the one. You can follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Militantly Mixed. If you'd like to become a sponsor of Militantly Mixed, please go to patreon.com slash militantlymixed for monthly sponsorship or paypal.me slash militantlymixed for a one-time only donation. And if you like what you hear on Militantly Mixed, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to be your mixed-ass self. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.